Hi, I'm Greg Finn. I'm Jess Bud. And it is officially Marketing O'Clock here at Cypress North on August 24th, 2018. Woo woo! Here at Marketing O'Clock, we bring you all of the digital news from the previous week, and we let you know all the main stories, we have a lightning round, and we give you one article that is just too big to recap at the end of the show. So let's get Very to it. Good. All right, and don't forget to head over to marketingoclock.com to follow along with the show notes and all of the links to today's fun articles. Coming up first, we told you it was coming and now it is here. Three headlines in Google Ads are here. I just said that. All right, if you don't have responsive search ads yet, don't fret, you can still get more real estate in the SERPs now. Everyone has access to the, what I'm calling expanded, expanded text ads. No one's <laughs> given it a name yet, and <laughs> that's all I got. Uh, it's just available in the online interface. We haven't seen it in editor yet, though I assume it's coming. Just to recap what that means, I know we've talked about it before, you now get three headlines in your search ads and two descriptions. The descriptions have gone up from 80 to 90 characters, so that's lots and lots of extra real estate. One thing to note with this though, um, in case anybody hasn't been keeping up with it, this is optional, not mandatory, and it's possible that your third headline and second description won't even show on smaller screens like my old iPhone that I love. So make sure to put the meat of all of your stuff at the beginning of your ad still in those first two headlines and first description. Yep, and then the other thing I'd say is, I mean, I guess I'm like a broken record player at this point. <laughs> and do people use records anymore? Uh, you nerds do. CD Just player. kidding. Uh, but to test it out. Use yeah. the preview tool to see what it looks like. And again, these headlines are gonna be separated and segmented, so make sure that they have an individual focus on each, just like you were doing with expanded text ads. And Jess, I think a very apropos way to leave this headline, this third headline news, is to just give that headline one more time because you already said it twice. Why don't you give that headline <laughs> one last time? Google Ads, third head headline is live. So now live. Yes. we did the headline three times, just three. like Google. Oh, I see what you did. I was so go. confused. If you're watching the video, you saw my face. I'm like, what? <laughs> Um, yeah, so yes, as to Greg's point, definitely test this, although Google is touting the fact that click-through rate is about 15% higher with these expanded, expanded text ads. I don't know how they know that already because they just got started, but test it. You never know. Don't get rid of your old ads yet. All right. Next up this week, there is easier search console access for analytics users. Amazing. And basically... There must have just been a huge constituency out there that was inconsolable. <laughs> from <He's> pointing at <laughs> himself. <laughs> from having to actually hook up your search console to your analytics. And many of us marketers still feel that pain of seeing that not provided mm -hmm. in analytics. And Google had given the opportunity to hook your search console back up with your analytics. And now you don't have to manually configure that anymore if you are a owner, um, if, if you are the official owner in Search Console. So as long as you have that access, as owner access, and you have analytics access, Google will hook those two up together. So it saves everybody a little bit of time, and then you can actually see some of those keywords back into analytics, as you could if you had taken the time manually. But this is a godsend <laughs> yeah. because when you get accounts as a marketer, nobody does things the right way. And so this is a really nice move from Google to say, hey, let's make sure we have all this data loaded in and people mm -hmm. might find it and before they wouldn't. So A yeah. plus here 
for this. A plus. And if you have folks uh, under you, I guess, that aren't owners, make sure that they still go back and manually do that, right? Because it's only going to work for the owners. So if you want them to be able to see the data, they got to do it the old way. All right. Facebook is keeping advertising safe and civil. Now this is fun because last week we told you that Facebook was bringing back some of their targeting options and we were super excited. And this week they said they're removing some more and the number on that is quote over 5,000. So say goodbye to a lot of targeting options. The only ones they really highlighted were religion and ethnicity, but 5,000 is a really big number. So there's gotta be a lot more that they're getting rid of and they're doing this to help prevent misuse, basically excluding people based on things that discriminatory, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one thing they also said they're going to expand what they call advertiser education. But from what I understand, this really just means you have to read and accept their <laughs> policies on anti-discrimination. And this is something that is rolling out to all U.S. accounts. You're going to have to do this. Used to just be if you were in the housing, employment, or credit sectors, they made you check a little box that said you understood what's up, but now you have to do it um, at all. That's not how that, whatever. You have to do it at all. <laughs> Everybody has to do it now. So when you see that, just check the box and don't discriminate. And I just love too the name of the blog post of keeping it safe. I just immediately safe. think that like my phone is something like an arm is going to come out of that ad and you know punch me in the ear or something. Oh, like, well, like only that. if you're a certain religion or ethnicity, right? Oh, That's what anymore. they're guarding against. Not anymore. Not you're anymore. right. You're right. Everyone is free to be punched. <clears throat> okay. Next up, we're going to keep it on the book and talk about an announcement from Facebook about making it easier to build mobile-first video ads and. If you've used the creative uh, tool within the mobile app for Facebook, it's pretty awesome. It's that little magic wand up in the upper right. And I was a little bit dubious at first <laughs> for some of the, the image assets that you could you could change and modify around, but it's awesome. It's really cool if you're kind of small business, you know, like if you're not, don't have a whole creative department. But basically, they're adding video creation to this. We've seen this huge push. It feels like every week we're like, hey, Facebook's talking about how to do video better. And they've what got- a surprise. <laughs> yeah, so they have, <laughs> again, a, a whole kit in the creative tool that can help you make video from mobile. And again, a lot of it is video that's not really from shot video, but just making video from whatever assets you have currently. So um, in there, there's gonna be a video creation kit and you're gonna be able to choose a few different items. One is promoting a product, selling multiple products, showing product benefits, or driving product discovery. And each of these are set for different time periods. So some are like six seconds, some are 15 seconds. As just said earlier, you can go to marketingclock.com and click through to the show notes and see everything that we have here today. Uh, and then the second one, besides with the video creation kit, is there's gonna be now some video cropping. So you're gonna be able to do editing, Whoa. add text, and do all sorts of really nifty <laughs> things. We're just gonna nifty. talk like we're in the 20s today with uh, record players and, and nifty. <laughs> but it, it's awesome that you can actually go in there and edit video because it was just a non-starter for so many small businesses. It's, it's a big expense to do it the right way. Not anymore. No, so look for what? The magic wand? Because it sounds pretty much like what it is. You just yeah. zip zap and you have video. Yep, and then Sweet. the last thing that they have is simple video creation tools that you can use to make that. So again, it's a video creation kit. Uh, there's video cropping now, and then there are these kind of simple creation tools that you can use to get some ads. So I know we said this last week, but we're saying it again. You have no excuse for not using video in Facebook anymore. Awesome. I have a pun to go with that. Adbracadabra. 
That was amazing. Thank you. I hit okay. the magic wand in my brain. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, now we are going to head over to our lightning round. <laughs> and this week in the lightning round, first up over at Ad Exchanger, there was a report that only one third of the publishers that the site Chartbeat had analyzed saw a boost in traffic using Google AMP. And this is something that it's really hard to see that data because overall publishers in general across this entire report saw a 22% lift in general. But basically, there's many people thought that they were going to see this huge increase, and especially due to the monetization of AMP, mm. um, there, there was some, some mention there. Again, click through to, to see all the, the numbers. Um, but many people didn't see that overarching lift that they were hoping for. Um, not to say that they won't, but again, you hear everything is it's a magic pill, but not everything is that abracadabra easy <laughs> button. And test everything, see what's working for you, and then go with what is actually providing value. You can't say that enough. Test and see what works for you. Awesome. You may remember a while ago, maybe a month or so now, I think we reported that Google Image Search was going to be coming into analytics as a different source. People are starting to actually see that in their analytics now, so it's just as simple as Google Images listed as the source instead of Google. So fairly simple. Not everyone is seeing it yet, and it seems like it's pretty limited in how and where it's coming in, but you should start to see it more. So keep an eye out. Yep, and again, with that change that Google had made roughly three months back or so, uh, image search is now going right to that page as well. So you can see what is coming from images, and then you can now, which is gonna be awesome, is to see, hey, how can I work to convert these folks better? So yeah. amazing change for it's, us here. Yeah, very awesome. Okay, next up, Facebook has clarified its custom audience terms for advertisers. And custom audience terms are, a custom audience is essentially a group of folks that you can target to. Folks, it's just all, <laughs> folks, all day long. Here. Nifty folks. And nifty folks that you can target to. But basically, there was not a ton of verbiage that talked about the legalese around this. So let's say that I've got a custom audience and it's working really well. Um, could I sell that to Jess? And what would happen if so? And so they put some verbiage around there talking about these specific items. And they say, you may not sell or transfer your custom audiences or authorize any third party to sell or transfer custom audiences. If you have entered into an independent agreement with a partner for licensing marketing information, you may use the custom audiences tools and sharing functionality to create and provide custom audience for advertising based on that information subject to the requirements of these terms and applicable law. So don't share your <laughs> custom audiences. Again, there are some partner things that um, you can you can see in that, that full post, but you can't sell, you can't transfer them. Custom audiences are not some something some toy you can just sell out on eBay. Yeah. So your users aren't no currency or whatever. Sassy. Perfect. Um, it's, I think <laughs> it did say in there though that if you're working with an agency, right, to do your marketing for you, that it's okay to share the list with them. Mm -hmm. Obviously, because they're acting on your behalf. So I have in my notes, insert sigh of relief here. <sighs> <sighs> All right. Speaking of size of relief and unrelated to that at all, LinkedIn is <laughs> redesigning their groups platform by the end of August, which is pretty much now. So if you manage a group on LinkedIn, you should have received an email already with all of the details. If not, everything is laid out again in the link in the show notes below, but just some highlights for you guys right now. Groups is moving into the main LinkedIn site and the main mobile app interface, so that'll be easier for everyone to manage. Notifications are coming on activity and much more, quote, quote, 
going away. <laughs> uh, moderators are going away. They're still going to have managers and admins, but moderators won't be a thing anymore. And auto-generated emails are being removed from groups as well. All right. And lastly, here in the lightning round, Facebook has banned an app, the My Personality app, which had been used by 4 million people. I can't believe 4 million people used it. I feel like people, we should just be able to figure out what our own personalities are and not have an app use it. But apparently they were misusing people's data. It did not affect anybody's friends. And additionally, back in May, uh, it had been announced that there were 200 apps that were suspended. Mm -hmm. And now it has been announced that there are 400 apps that are suspended. So again, along with the My Personality app, <laughs> there's another 199 apps that have been suspended. So. Hmm. Don't misuse data. We've seen this is a recurring theme this year. Uh, just don't do it. And hey, figure out your own personality. You don't need an app for that. Yeah, take a BuzzFeed quiz. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Which cake are you? <laughs> All right, and that brings us to our must-read marketing article of the week. An article that is so in-depth, so actionable, that we just can't do it justice here on the show. And today's article comes from Alayda Solis and it is about Google Data Studio and how you can use it to create an actionable search console report. She breaks down what a good report would look like, how you implement that in Data Studio, and she has a link where you can just steal it and ah! use it for yourself. And it is a phenomenal piece. Uh, for anybody that's looking for a search console, that's something that us marketers, I feel like we have a problem with. Getting in there and looking at everything, it, it, it's sort of cumbersome and you need to, to get that out. Yeah. The search console isn't necessarily the best for everyday usage. So having these reports is phenomenal. So thanks for that, and do not miss that. No. And that does it for today's show. It is now officially not marketing o'clock. And remember, you can catch all the content articles that you heard about this week on marketingoclock.com and follow along every Friday here live without a net on YouTube and also on your favorite podcasting platform. So subscribe, people. We'll see you next week. Bye.